0: Hey everyone, welcome to Impact Marketer. Today's guest is founder of the Essence Views web design agency, creator of Design Biz Mastery Summit, the leading design biz virtual summit. Recently going from zero to 2,200 email subscribers with their summit, previously working on million dollar campaigns, now making transformational leaders, light workers, and visionary entrepreneurs look like a million bucks. Going from a senior creative director of 10 years to successfully pursuing entrepreneurship on our own. Having, having been featured in Voyage LA and the Philippines Magazine International, Migrating here when she was nine to now owning a six-figure agency. She's a creative design to be reckoned with and a friend I consider an inspiration. Please help me in welcoming Donna Agnes. <laughs>
1: Thank you for that intro. Wow.
0: Yeah, it was well deserved. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, Donna. So happy to have you here. Um, Thank you for so, having me. <laughs> so today on Talk of the Day with Ronnie Head, where we talk about mindset, I have Donna Agnes. And the first question is you had to go against your parents to become a designer. What was that process like?
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, um, yeah, definitely looking back at it now, you know, I was a stubborn girl, you know, I, I was becoming a woman. I was like, what, 18, 17 at the time. And, um, after high school, my mom expected me to go to nursing school because Filipinos or Filipinas become nurses, you know, um, especially here in the States, you have the opportunity to go to school. And so the first go-to like profession that most Filipinos um, 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 do is to become a nurse. And that's because it's a very stable um, career and also, you know, very, um, uh, I mean, yeah, financially stable. And um, I think it's just, A very supportive community and so my parents had expected me to do the same and you know follow in other people's footsteps but being that I am stubborn as I am and also because I really just have a very creative um, spirit and I've always been you know like I wouldn't say the black sheep but I would always go against like the norm growing up you know I was I went to like a mostly um, minority school where there were Filipinos and uh, Mexican, Samoans, and blacks, and um, I didn't look like any other Filipina. I was the Filipina that had like crazy colored hair. I was always like so expressive and artistic, and like I became like that like the you know, in every school there's like the artist, like I was that girl in school. And so I just wanted to be true to myself. And I just didn't feel like it was right for me to um, follow a path that I just wasn't passionate about. And so I kind of went behind my mom's back and applied to art schools. And the one that I ended up going to was the Art Institute here in LA. And, um, Um, Yeah, I, I told her, you know, as long as I can do what I want, I'll pay for my own college and so I did, I worked, um, part-time jobs while going to school. I was working at a car dealership. Actually, I was a receptionist while going to art school and I would like take like my, my assignments to work and I would like paint at work. And it was like, you know, it, it was, it was fun and it was a lot of juggling, but, um, I managed to get a bachelor's degree after three and a half years. And my mom now she's, you know, super proud. And I, um when i ended up um um having a really amazing career you know she kind of she, she took, she took back her doubt in me, you know, and uh, she was happy for me that I followed my passion. So um, at the end of the day, you know, if you have your, that intuition, it tells you to follow a different path. Like I suggest, you know, you follow your gut because ultimately you have to make yourself happy. And I'm so glad I did that. If I was a nurse, I would probably be so unhappy. I can't handle, you know, um, like touching other people or seeing like blood, I faint at the sight of blood. And <laughs> like, can you imagine? I really can't. So I'm 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 really glad that I stay true to myself.
0: And so, did you tell your mom right away? And then. Or did you just go do it behind her back and then kind of show her the, the proof afterwards?
1: Yeah, I just went behind her back. Um, and she was really upset because she thought that I wasn't, like, going to school. <laughs> um, but, but you know, I was. I I was, like, after a few months, like, she realized. Um, I mean, and I did tell her about it. I told her I was interested in that college. And, um, of course, I couldn't have gone without her, like, signatures and stuff like that. But she didn't really take it seriously she thought it was just art school you know but I was actually learning like technical things Mm -hmm. um you know um web design and like multimedia design like even um like uh design for broadcasting so I, I I learned it all and she didn't really see um the the impact of it until I got a, a job like out of the gate. I was making, I think like $60,000, um, out of, right out of school. And then she was like, Whoa, okay. Uh, I believe you now <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> the money, money talks. <laughs> yeah,
0: the money talks. <laughs> Super interesting. And you know, I, I ask these questions. I know a lot of younger, maybe Asian millennials, uh, struggle with telling or expressing their needs to their parents because of the, the backlash. Um, and they just kind of do with what their parents want. Um, and that abolished me to my core. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. So how did growing up as an immigrant, like affect your ambition or your drive?
1: Um, I, I feel like every day, it's still kind of like the driving force behind everything that I do. Um, and, and mind you, you know, I mean, there are immigrants who come out here and I think the biggest thing is just like, um, Adapting to the new culture—it's very different culture than from what I, you know, grew up with back home—and um, uh, uh, just the fact that we have access to better education out here. I think that's the number one thing that I'm just so grateful for because, you know, the fact that I got to go to art school and then um, eventually got a, a bachelor's degree in design. Not that you can't do that in the Philippines, but it's just, you know, once you have a career here through your degree, you just earn so much more. Um, you have so, you know, you're valued even more. And on top of that, after leaving my career to become an entrepreneur, um, I always tap into that gratitude, um, always, um, because the fact that I'm so abundant enough to be able to transition from being an employee to entrepreneur, you know, I have, I had a solid foundation even though it was a struggle, um, you know, starting out my business and I lost that foundation for a while for a bit until I had to like learn how to build it back up. Um, The fact that I had the courage to leave my job was because I felt, um, uh, you know, I felt like supported enough to do that. And that's thanks to the opportunities that I've had going up here, going to school here, learning how to speak English, um, learning how to communicate and to, um, uh, to, to help clients, to help um, other people who can pay me, you know? So like all of those are benefits of um, just having the gratitude to have the opportunities. Like I, I feel like every day I'm always So grateful because every time I go back home and I do visit Philippines like every other year, I'm reminded of how lucky I am that I grew up in the States and that, um, you know, seeing how my life could have been if I stayed back home, um, I just would not be here talking to you today. You know, so, um, yeah, I think being an immigrant is just it just I'm overwhelmed with so much gratitude with all of the, the blessings I've had in my life.
0: Well, wow. Yeah. Well said for sure. What has been your experience being a woman in your space?
1: Um, you know, it's, I feel really fortunate to grow to, to be in a space where I actually see a lot of women in my position and who are way ahead of me. So to have all these, role models and examples of you know what a woman can do is really inspiring and I know that um, it took a few years to get here you know and uh, um, it's you know it's really interesting I feel like I'm just going up to see the the shift in in our culture but I think also The digital age has a lot to do with that. The exposure to all these women, like rocking it out in their businesses, um, is because of what we see, what we've seen on the internet. And so, again, like going back to gratitude, I'm just so grateful that I live in a time where that is the reality, you know. And of course, there's always going to be some kind of, um, I don't know controversy or some kind of like inequality in different industries. Um, but I know in my space, <clears throat> um, I'm just really happy to see women who are like leading in, the, in their, in their own industries and, and the men are supporting them. And it's not even about men versus women. It's like everyone is supporting each other, you know, so we are becoming like more and more equal. Um, and that's at least what I see in my space. I don't know how it is in other industries. Um, but, uh, yeah, like as a woman, I don't feel at all that I'm being held back. And that's such a blessing to say, you know, I I don't feel like anything can hold me back. And, and my, the, the men in my life in this space are so supportive of me and we all support each other. So, so Yeah. I, I feel like, yeah, it's all, it's, 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 it's great. Yeah. I'm, again, I'm grateful.
0: So if you weren't an immigrant, would you still be grateful? I guess, like, how can someone else be grateful without having that yeah, experience?
1: Great question. Um, I think it's just, you know, what, what grateful is, is just, you're seeing the, you're seeing what is available to you and then you are thankful of that instead of focusing on the lack, instead of focusing on things that you wish you had. And, you know, that's something that I had to um, overcome as well. Um, And that is like what, you know, we talked about before was a scarcity mindset, And, uh, when you come from nothing and you get a little bit of something that's valuable, like, oh my God, of course you're going to be so grateful. And so if you are not an immigrant or you don't have, you know, you're not in that situation where you're coming from nothing, um, there's always something that you desire. Um, but then if you don't, if you, if you feel like it's impossible to have that thing that you desire, you know, focus in the focus on the things that you do have, um, because, and and it's not even about comparing with other people, you know, it's, it's your own journey. It's your own like internal dialogue that you have to deal with every single day. Um, you know, you just have to let yourself know that like, wow, like, you know, we are abundant or I am abundant, (laughs) you know, I have so much to work with and I'm going to give it all I got, you know, instead of focusing on what you don't have and, um, wasting your time and energy, <laughs> you know, feeling like the devastation of like the lack, you know. So, um, yeah, um, it's a, it's a, it's, it's a constant mindset shift, like moment by moment, I think. Mm-hmm. And if you're not necessarily a positive kind of person, you know, you have to work at it. It's something that you have to be mindful of every moment.
0: And last question, like, do you have, rituals or triggers to help you get back to that place of being grateful.
1: Yes, totally. Um, I, I'm really big on affirmations. Um, I'm constantly like if ever, if I ever feel like, you know, like, like there's a, you know, like the limitation or a lack, um, I have like a list of, (laughs) you know, I have my post-it notes, (laughs) I post on my, my, my screen. And, um, I remind myself like, how you know how provided that how much I'm provided for you know so like all these things that are available to me um are are blessings and so like i have reminders all the time i tell myself i tell myself in the mirror or um i listen to um you know motivational music and it might sound like woo woo but um it is really to change your state because um, your mind is very powerful and it can convince you, you know, um, like all the negative things that you believe, it can convince you it's real. But you can also use your mind to shift that. Um, and, and, and more than your mind, your body, you know, so like really being your body, I dance a lot too. So like anytime I feel like I'm like in a funk or feel like I'm, you know, like I'm nervous about something, I'll just like dance in my apartment, turn on some like really uplifting music or like, I like hip hop. So this i all like, l- like lifts into like, you know, rap songs and I don't know. So, um, yeah, so whatever I can do to change my state, to feel, you know, gratitude, to feel like I'm provided for, I have a solid foundation and that's something only you can create for yourself. Nobody else can do that for you. And so that's why it's such a practice. And it's, you know, it's a daily thing, you know, until you, um, you have enough maybe conditioning to, to, to change your mindset permanently. But, um, again, like whenever you have these triggers, like you have to support yourself.
0: Yeah. It's awesome. Thanks so much, Tom. It's been a pleasure.
1: Thank you. I hope that was helpful.
0: Yeah, super helpful.
1: <laughs> Thanks.